Welcome back to the We Was Dragons podcast. I'm Brandon. I'm Chanel. And we are back to talk about episode three of House of Dragons. Oh, we keep saying that black shit and Esther Stewart. House of um, the Dragon. People know. House of the Dragon. Uh, this one was called Second of His Name. Um, but before we get into the episode, Chanel, did you know we got an email? We did? Yeah, what we got an email. So we got an email from Deanna. Thank you for listening, Deanna. And it said, yes, I just want to say thank you. Your podcast on House of the Dragon is too funny. It's really nice to hear a breakdown of the show from a black perspective. Keep it up. <laughs> so you got an email, Chanel. Yes. I love that. Okay. Also, wait, I will share now that we're here. Um, we let's let's actually do Game of Thrones Universal News. So I got a review over text from my friend Seb. So I had asked him to check out the podcast just because he responded when I started posting. And I guess he's in, apparently I think he's read the books because he re- texted me on Friday and said, great episode this week. Cut purse, LOL. Neither of y'all read the books. How did you not know what a mummer was? And I was like, first of all, we tell you up front what to expect out of us. He said, um, legit very entertaining and i love how you use clips and actually google shit mid-episode so that's that's a shout out to you and he said he'll let me know after each episode what he thinks and i'd say great so um yeah that's uh that's our second uh live feedback and then did you see the what i sent you from our podcast ratings yeah who gave us a motherfucking one-star rating who cares no, I want to hunt them down. I, I'm gonna do. You're gonna be like, you know, we gotta record. I'm like, no, I'm actually murdering a listener right now. I'm gonna be late. You gotta let it go. It happens. Yeah, no, it's all good. I'm just like, you know, don't be letting your fingers slip. So, uh, but, but if you leave us though, a five star review, we'll read it on the air. So please, you if you're listening, go leave us a five star review. And just like Deanna, you can send us an email at wewasdragonspod at gmail dot com, and we'll read it yes. on the air too. Uh, so tell us if you like the show, but also tell us any theories you have. Don't spoil it. So if you read the books, don't tell us what's gonna happen. Yeah, we I don't will, give a fuck. I will block you. I want. I yeah. don't want to know. So I was yeah. genuinely when I was watching, I was like, "Dang, people really know who." Because I kept thinking somebody was gonna die this episode. I was like, "There are people who know what's gonna happen." That's trippy. 
Yeah, um, I don't think I've ever watched the show that I read the book beforehand, besides comic books. Harry Potter for me. I've never read any of the Harry Potter books. My friend Mike made me watch the movies, though. They were okay. I enjoyed them. There's a lot of them, though. I thought it was only like three. Okay, please. I'm getting upset. <laughs> let's let's. Harry Potter was my entire personality growing up, so I'm just not having trouble with this because. Okay, it's okay. I'm not reading um... those damn books. <laughs> You but, know how big those books turners. are? Yes, and we were 13 reading them all. Some, anyway, so it's okay. It's fine. I read um, news articles. I I don't think I couldn't oh, tell you, though, besides the comic book. Oh. Besides, no, I'm not saying that as like uh, like okay. bragging thing. I'm saying, like, besides comic books, I couldn't tell you the last time I read a book. an actual novel. So I'm in Maybe 20 have- years. I'll have things to do and I'll like read a murder mystery like I'll from start from start to finish. Like I've read or listened to like 10 Jack Reacher books. Do like, audio books love... count? Yes. So have you listened? Oh no. yeah. I yes listen and no. to I listen to the expanse audiobooks. I'm like through four books of that. Cause that's like my favorite show, one of my favorite shows of all time. And mm-hmm. then I started listening to uh his Dark Materials books. I don't know if you've seen that show. But no. the show's great, but the books are even cooler because they hired a full cast for the audiobook. So like every character oh, has yeah. their own actor. It's like it's like a play it. almost. It's kind of wild. Mm-hmm. So, Audible has originals like that that are cool. But all but by the way, like when I say I read books, like I mean literally after Dune, after I watched Dune, I bought the book and read all six hundred fucking pages. I sat up and read Dune. I stayed up mm-mm. at night reading it. So that's within this year. Mm-mm. Couldn't be me. <laughs> well, you get more stuff done, probably. Um, and then the last thing I want to say about the universe is that so the showrunner of Game of Thrones is stepping down. Yes. And the oh, and we already we didn't mention this before. We've already been renewed for season two. It's definitely mm-hmm. coming back. Um, and the reason why he's stepping down is because that nigga's tired of shit. And that and that's not an official press release, but that's basically what he said. I mean, it's a lot of work to do Game of Thrones, <laughs> like a whole lot of work. And so he already did a lot of episodes on the first show. Mm-hmm. And I think he was just like, yeah, dog, I'm good on this shit. I like I love it. And it's got it's probably made him a lot of money um, and raised his profile a lot doing being on such a high profile yeah. show. But like he's already made us. He's already made person. I mean, he did the Battle of the Bastards. He's made forever. Uh yeah, so, so I, I would just say don't don't ever be scared to walk away if you need to prioritize your health. Because if he could do it with this rabid ass fan base, then you know you can do it at, at um Microsoft. You know. One last thing we sit for about last episode is we never t- we didn't talk about the new um the new opening theme. I mean the new opening. Oh credits. yeah, with what'd you think about that? Everywhere. I didn't love the blood. That was stressful. So I've read, I've been, I was reading because, like, I do, I do, I don't read books, but I read a million articles a week, mostly Mm -hmm. politics, but on other stuff too. And um, I found out that basically what that's about is that is going through the history of the Targaryens. So it starts with Akon the Conqueror, who conquered Westeros. Mm -hmm. And when the blood, when the blood like rushes out, that means they died. And this is their bloodline. So, like, if it, so, if you see the blood going like three directions, it's three ways, three that kids, means they yeah. had three kids, right? And so it, you know, it goes through the whole. It's going through the whole family tree, 
and that's what each each of those each of those signs or like symbols are like either their crown or like their something related to that particular uh king or mm-hmm. uh, of of uh the Targaryens but it also is starting to it's like on the old Game of Thrones show like you remember the old Game of Thrones show it went through all the cities right but it mm-hmm. would tell you the cities that you're going to see in that episode so like every mm-hmm. episode was different so if you watch this most recent episode I it's never different realize that it's different because they added Aegon and like they showed like um the high the high tower uh symbol. Oh they, mixed in with the yeah. blood because Allison is now married to the king. And so, so I skipped the intro this episode. So how thank can you, you skip the intro. Me. I never skipped the it's, intro of Game of Thrones. It's, it's the long. best. I didn't know it changed. I didn't I didn't I never realized it changed on the original show. It changes every episode to tell you so, so you're like teaching it, me things. The first time it went to Dorn, it was like the first time you saw Dorn on the intro. And it's like, hold up, what the hell is Dorn? And then you get to Dorn the episode. Wow. Okay, well, you know, we started out this series and I told you you weren't a nerd and I want to give you your crown back. I'm I want not to replace a, I, your crown. How am I not a nerd? This is the, that's I, a no, question I'm saying you got it now. You have it. I'm get, I gave it back to you. You're officially dubbed Sir Nerd. Um. Okay, so. But this, this is episode, episode three. So what'd you yeah, think? It didn't piss me off as much as two, although <laughs> certain characters did. And then also, like, I thought, man, I'm so glad I was kind of like so so or like on the fence about Damon episode one. Cause now I don't have to do a full spin around. I could just keep going in the direction I was already headed now. So I'm really excited about that. Um and there, oh man, there's so much we can talk about. So where do you want to start? All right. Well, no, you know the way we do this. You choose. You you. Oh, run I'm going to choose every episode. So yes, every episode. So this is what. So these are the topics we got this week, right? So we got yes. the fight in the stepstones with uh, Damon and Valer and Valerian, uh, Corliss, Corliss, Valerian and Damon versus uh, the crab feeder and his people. We got uh, the hunt uh, with. Mm-hmm. The king and he's drunk as fuck off his ass the whole episode. I was so worried. I was like, nigga, this is how people get poisoned, but he was good. And then we also have uh mixed in with that uh Lady Allison and versus uh Renera mm-hmm. uh coming up, getting kind of getting heated up, like NBA mm-hmm. Jam, like it's heating up. Mm-hmm. So what we talk about first. Um, let's start with the hunt and and then we'll we'll in the middle transition talking well we'll mix in talking about the girls and um because i think that was like a big we got a lot of we got action at the very end but the tensions that we see are like we're they basically like hopped almost three years and gave us a really good summary of what it probably has been like since our last episode yeah, we have a three-year time jump because the first time we see uh, Viserys and Allison, they are happy. They are happy. They seem to be happily married. They have a two-year-old son. Mm-hmm. It's his second. It was second. Uh, his second birthday. Uh, so they're throwing like this big, large party mm-hmm. and a hunting trip to like celebrate the prince. Um, and uh, you know, she's also pregnant. Very she's pregnant, pregnant again, baby. and she looks to be at least six or seven months pregnant yeah. with this baby. She full, bro. So she's about to pop in a few months with baby number two. Um, 
And so we meet them and basically they're all celebrating. And uh, you know, Otto is there being Otto. Oh, you know. just looking on with glee that he concocted this whole shit. So they tried to trick you to think that the crab feeder is like this big bad. Spoiler alert, the crab feeder gets his ass sliced in half this episode, and we'll get to that. What's going on? Where, but where are you going with this? But Otto is the villain. That dude oh. is the worst person on this show. Oh, I already I told you. We don't even have to reiterate that. I think the people know. If you look at Otto, if you look at Otto and don't see a messy bitch, then we just—it's not the podcast for you, because he is so like he's just so smug. And then, you know, I just okay. Let's get into it because one thing that because not to mention Otto, um, so they they're celebrating the prince. And a couple things are like a couple things already are happening in this first scene. Like people are all hovering around. They're all super excited in a way that we haven't ever seen like um, around uh, Rhaenyra, even though people came and like bowed fiefdom to her or whatever they did. Like it's it's like a celebration. And I was assuming mm-hmm. that they do this for all the babies, but it's just this is the one we get to see. So we see how much people are fawning over him, over him. And Otto is kind of like suggesting was it was it Otto or somebody else who said this? Well, basically, the... they're trying to wed um, Rhaenyra. That's what you're talking about? No, I'm um, sorry. Uh, when, uh, they just assume, because the baby is two now, around this time is when the, if, a, if a firstborn son becomes two, mm-hmm. then that's when they say, okay, that's going to be the king. Like, he's old enough to get the official title. That's how Joffrey ended up just getting, or, or whoever was the kid, king, whoever, like, basically, if his dad dies after he's two, he's a king automatically no matter what so people start telling the serious like oh, yeah you about to fix the succession plan right well you're gonna name him your new heir right and that comes up already in the initial like from scene one people are like expecting that despite and then the other dynamic in this scene is that Rhaenyra is nowhere to be found and Viserys to his credit is looking he's looking for her but he's also like not a He's not stopping when he's going to go find her, but he's looking for her. Yeah, like, I think this episode shows that, like, I wouldn't call Viserys good, but he's not bad. Like, he's not a bad person. Like, he does he does care about his daughter. He clearly still loves his wife and feels horrible mm-hmm. about making that fucked up decision that he did, which he should mm-hmm. feel horrible, but at least he does, which does, which isn't. Which is a low bar, but it's it's a bar that most men on Game of Thrones don't cross. Yes. <laughs> so he uh and so and he's looking around, and he's like, Where the fuck is Renera? He's just asked everybody, like, where's Renera? Where's the princess? Mm-hmm. And they cut to her and she's outside under the rosewood tree, uh <laughs> making this nigga sing songs to her. The over and over on, on repeat. repeat. Yep. On repeat. She's not even hitting shuffle. Just the same he, he, song. He goes, would would you would the lady like to hear another song? The lady would not. Again, <laughs> like damn, Renee, relax. While she's reading. By the way, you said Viserys isn't good or bad. I have a new nickname for Viserys, and it's the Flop King. He's a very he's very flop energy. What the hell does flop mean? Flop is like like literally like a flop. Like he's he's like not really that strong dynamically he's not evil so he's kind of like you know like kind of like limp like he's not very 
great like flop. I, I I have no idea how to describe words that I know from the internet. He's mid. He's yeah, he's mid, but he's like flop is a little bit more like he thinks he's okay, but it's the fact that he thinks he's okay that makes him more flop. Like he's just like So he's like drinking patron. Yeah, he's just like he's like yelling at his sister, but I mean at his daughter, but he's also like not that not doing his shit. Or like flop king is a nigga who a flop king is a man who knows his brother is calling him and and like needs to talk to him and send somebody else instead and then just lets that man do whatever and like doesn't respond flop king doesn't deal with the crab feeder for four years flop king you know marries his his daughter's best friend thinking it's all good like he's it's just like i don't know if 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 anyone under the sound of my voice gets it then you get it if you don't then i don't know how to it's like a feeling anyway so that's how that's how i'm gonna say did you did you see the outfits at the hunt these niggas was dressed to the nine. Oh, I don't think I noticed, but I saw threads about like thing details to go back and look at. The tunics, everybody's rocking yeah. a tunic back then, but their sigil. Everybody got their sigil on their chest. The yeah. stag or the lion. We get to, we meet a Lannister. We, this yeah, episode, we got his big vocal. ass lion on his chest. Everybody's up to the nine, showing out for the king. I was like, okay, look at y'all getting fresh, taking showers. Cause you know the common folk don't get to take showers, but you know they You're get right, to take they baths. They get to take um, baths. So wait, you you already mentioned it though. He's looking for Rhaenyra. We find her under a tree. Well, Allison and... goes out there. Right, right. Allison goes out there, and, and she tells the the nigga singing to leave. And Rhaenyra's like, actually, you need to stay. And she's like, actually, you should go. And Rhaenyra's I'm like, the, the, queen. Prin- the princess says you should stay. And Allison says, the queen, you should go. And the nigga was like, uh, queen bigger than princess. I'm out. <laughs> Sickening. Disgusting. I am so tired of her ass already. What, what did Allison do? She hasn't done nothing yet. She is just like... She stood she, up for Rhaenyra. She's... Uh, girl, you can't... You can stand up for me the rest of my life as my stepmother. You should never have been my stepmother. You were my, you were my like servant girl. Like so stay in your station. You like she got because, a choice because she plotted on her dad, bro. I, I you're not gonna no, tell me that, Allison. You're not. I, I believe in my heart, evidence or not, that Allison plotted. Oh, so on you're just man. gonna ignore the show? No, I just feel like it. I feel like like I said before, I don't think. I don't think she would have come up with it on her own, but once her daddy suggested it, she knew what she was going to get out of it. Her and daddy I, and told I, her to do it, and she did it. But she, she knew had no what choice. she was going to get out of it. I don't think, she, and we talked about this before. I don't think she there was really going to be any consequences for it. Anyway, she let she she got caught up in what was happening, and then was doing it on her own. No, no, hold um, on, hold on, hold on. We got to hash this out. You think in the Game of Thrones world, a woman can tell the king? No, I'm good. I'm not marrying you. I'm good. No, I mean, but the lead up to it, like, for example, when she could have told Otto, he treated, he he did not like me, He where it's not a good situation. She could have lied if she really didn't want to be in it and seen how her dad reacted. Now, if she had said, this is really uncomfortable for me, I can't do it, father, and he was like, you shall, child. Then, she okay, was picking she, her nails off because she was so uncomfortable. she was saying things like, but... Okay, so if she was so uncomfortable, then why? Then then where all the comfort come from now that she actually has a, 
a title and some stuff. Because Why is she not walk around uncomfortable now? She's still kind of uncomfortable if you watch the show. Like she's still, but she's got a job to do. What do you? Where do you feel she's uncomfortable? Where did you see that this episode? She talked to her dad. Her dad's like, "Hey, dog, you need to make Aegon. You need to convince him to name Aegon heir." And she's like, "You want me to raise my child to take away my her sister's birthright? Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, I'm not doing that." And an Otto basically like manipulated her again because he's a manipulator into doing that. Shit. This whole shit has not been at this up to this point. I don't know what's going to happen with Allison in the future, but up to this point, because you got to remember, she's still seventeen. Right. So like she's 17 now. So like up to this point, she's just been manipulated by her daddy, who is the king of manipulation. He's manipulating the king. So if he can manipulate the king, he can manipulate a 14 year old girl. But but the king isn't. Yes. But but my point is this. Pay attention to what she's doing when he's not around. She's walking up to her friend, making the guy leave so she can so she can say something that didn't need to be private. She just wanted to like show her power in that moment. She didn't have to call out being the queen. And then she tells Venera it doesn't have to be like this. How do you not understand that this is how I feel? Like are so so I don't think that she's she's making it seem like why can't you just be happy for me? Not she didn't say Rhaenyra, this is hard for me too. I got p- pushed into this. She's like why can't you just be happy that I'm here and that I'm that I, that we swap positions? But That's she what she's saying. Be mad at her daddy more than she should at Allison because even in that scene, Allison was like, "Because Rhaenyra says, is this the demand of the king?" And she says, "Yes," because it was. Yeah. She, Sarah sent her out there right. to find her. She didn't just roll out. She didn't just like, "I'm gonna go find Rhaenyra." He was like, "Somebody go find Rhaenyra," and then she found Rhaenyra because she knows where they used to hang out. That's still and so her best she friend. was out there. And her, it's and then where she, yeah, she asked her, hey, why don't you come in? And she's like, I ain't coming in. And then she said, well, the print, the king wants you to come in because the king does want her to come in. It wasn't like she was just like, I'm the queen. Come in because like, I said so, bitch. It was like, no, like the king wants you to come in. So then Renee was like, all right, I'll be in there. And then she stormed in there, salty shit, which she should be salty. I'm, I'm still team Renee. But I think her, I think this happens in real life a lot of times. People, it's like if my, it's like if my wife cheated on me, getting mad at the person she cheated on me with. No, why would I do that? I, I should get mad at her, like not the person totally that agree. she fucked. Unless <laughs> it was your best friend, then you should be equally mad at both of them. And I think that, um, or I think the better way to describe it is like if your best friend married your mother. And how you would react to that, like if you didn't, yeah, know, like that's. A- I can't do that because in our world, my best friend would have a choice. Allison didn't have a choice. Okay, I understand what thing. you're saying. My thing with I these these think- women, these girls don't have not women. These girls don't have choices. Like Renera is trying to, even Renera is fighting to have a choice, but she's realizing like. I don't have a full choice. I have like, even the king, like he said, we'll get to it. But even the king says like, yeah, I got a lot of choices, but there's some things I don't have a choice about. Like I, like you can tell, like the one thing you can tell in the show is that Viserys really loved his wife. He did. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he ever thought about remarrying another person until he had to. And then it became, Mm -hmm. I got to remarry someone. And he chose quote-unquote love over duty Mm -hmm. right but he was basically saying yeah dog i didn't want to remarry but like that's what the rules are like Mm -hmm. i gotta remarry so 
even I, the king, don't get a choice in this situation. Like I can get a choice who I want, but I couldn't just be like, no, nah, dog, I'm going to be a bachelor. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chill the rest of my life. I'm not going to do nothing. I'm not going to fuck no more. I'm not going to have no more babies. I'm good. Like he had a choice. There was no choice for the king to do that. Yeah, I think that's an interesting point. So I'll wrap up the Allison thing by saying, like, the listeners can decide and tell us what they think. Like, do they feel like she's enjoying it a little bit more than she wants to admit to herself? Um, Just because I think that even with her having very little choice, the things that Allison does have control over, the choices I feel like I'm seeing her make are ones of someone who, like, is so, is happy with how she, with how it worked out even though she was manipulated. And, I, and by the way, you can be manipulated. You can be treated poorly and still like like the benefits you get from that. That's, that doesn't mean you weren't manipulated. It's just like... Exactly. Just, That's where I'm with. Right. That's where I'm but, at. But what I'm saying is that I feel like she, if she... I feel like if she really wanted to protest more, she could have protested more. And I feel like she did not do that. And I don't think that's because of like psychological warfare over years i think it's because she was like well technically if this works out for me i see the benefit of what my dad is doing i really think so and and maybe because i probably would see that like i would probably be like okay like this sucks this is an old man but if he's gonna sell me off he might as well sell me off so i can literally be queen and be the second most popular. like thank but you is the, but but the problem is that means she also went along. Like she also saw the benefit. That's all I'm saying. Is like, yeah, not... I mean, she's the queen. But my yeah, point... exactly. She's into it now. So now they're like, they're they love each. She calls him my love. So now she's not uncomfortable. Now they're married, married, and it's like that's what my thing is. Like when people start stuff out and they're like, I don't know how this happened. I don't know whatever. They quickly are like, well, I guess I'm here now, so they make the best of it anyway. That's why Rhaenyra was like, I don't care what the excuse is, like, I'm gonna get pushed out of this in more ways than one. So, like you said, um, that all happens. He, Viserys, I agree, does feel bad. They talk about love, and I also mentioned in this last episode how I feel how arbitrary it was, because if Rhaenys had been manipulative enough to send her Lady Lena to check on the king and say, hey, uncle, how are you doing? Hey, whatever cousin, whatever. Then maybe he would have said, "Oh, Lady Lena's so sweet, even though she's so nice. She's good. She's wise behind her years." Like it's just, it was just whoever was there who he kind of like latched onto. So that's why the love thing doesn't really hit me. But later on, as you said, as they're talking, he start he's speaking with an intimacy and honesty with Allison that he won't give his own daughter, and that's yeah, where I mean, it's really life. heartbreaking. Yeah, but that's why it's heartbreaking for for Rhaenyra. I mean, I see Rhaenyra, but we find out why Rhaenyra's acting like that. Rhaenyra is being salty and being a brat because she thinks that he's going to name Aegon his heir. And she thinks that she just was being drug along to spite Daemon, which partly he was. And Viserys admitted to that to some extent this episode. But that's why she's really angry. Like she's really upset because she thinks Allison is going to lead to her not being queen. I mean, that's that's what it is at this point. But also this episode. Yeah. Also, I hold grudges, so I would be mad. Just be. I would still be mad from the the wedding announcement. But yeah, it's exactly what you're saying. She's aware that like, and and 
the other thing I wanted to say is that everybody assumes, like, like um, when the Lannister talks to the king about wanting to marry her, he's like, yeah, because she about to be embarrassed. She never be heir no more. I want to give her a good place to land. And he was like, what are you saying? And Viserys realizes that people just did not take her naming seriously. Well, they pledged their loyalty to her, but that was until she had a boy, basically. The, it was basically like if if Allison had three girls, all right, you know, we we we'd be okay with Rhaenyra. I mean, we'd have to. That I mean, that's not our choice, but fuck it. What do you want me to do? But as soon as he had a boy, it was like, oh, oh, it's a penis in charge. I'm good now. We don't. I'm good now, basically. So, you know, we saw this scene where Viserys kind of give a head nod to Jason Lannister, who is a twin. So. There's also Tywin Lannister, who's on his council, mm-hmm. and it's actually played by the same actor. Uh, uh, so it's Tywin like and Jason, they're twins, and I... they're Lannisters. And he gives them, he gives them, Viserys gives him his head nod, and then he rolls out there mm-hmm. to talk to Rhaenyra, and Rhaenyra's like, what's up, bro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm Jason Lannister, you know, I'm a lord of Castle Rock, you know, we, you know I got the biggest rock, right? My, my rock real big like it's a throbbing big hard oh, God. rock the biggest <laughs> rock like, in Westeros mm. she's like you can have your drink back you're not about to follow me around the club all night and he's like you know <laughs> you know I you know I you know I understand what you've been through you know but you know we got a lot of space on Cassidy Rock I could build a dragon pit and she's like yeah and she's like who the fuck I need, you what got dragons fuck, fuck you need to build a dragon pit for and she's like He's like, you know, when you become my wife, you like you don't need somewhere to put your dragon. And she's like, Oh, oh, all right, then I'm out. <laughs> Basically. Literally, thank you for the drink and keeps on moving. Um, oh, yeah. He offered her some wine and she was like, Yeah, I'm good on this wine. So no, that's when I she mean, rose up on the king and they had that argument in public. They had a fight and like it was messy. I was like, Yes. Um, he's yelling at her, telling her, Hey. You need to um get serious about the fact that it's like what you said already, but you need to get serious about the fact that you have to get married because I had to get married. I'm the king. So, but the I understand what they mean by had to, but what's crazy about how petty shit in the kingdom is, is just like five people just kind of like said, Oh, streets is buzzing, like you need to do whatever. But there's like it's almost like a is there really a guarantee? Like, it's like the stock market. It's like, is because these people are saying something's going to happen, like, we make it happen or, or respond as if it already happened when maybe, like, people wouldn't really give, have given a fuck? Like, maybe people would have gotten over it eventually if he didn't marry? Like, I don't like, know. With that. And, like, in this world, that's just the rules. Like, it's just, that's what you do. You marry another high house. Right, but what but to keep what everybody high. The What's the consequence? The theory, the idea behind it is if you don't, because like there, there's a line later in the episode mm-hmm. where um, Viserys is talking to uh, the strong. I forget the first first his first mm-hmm. name, the strong family, and he's like, and he's like, dog, I'm out here trying to do all this shit, and I can't even control my own house. And he's like, dog, what are you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. oh, like you're not the only king that could like have wild daughters. Right. And like Jaharis, so the king right before him, who had a whole bunch of kids, one of his daughters was wild as fuck. 
left Westeros, went to Essos, became a sex worker. <laughs> like, so, like, it's been in, like, the world, like, this has happened before. So he's like, mm-hmm. hey, dog, like, this shit happened. Like, it, you don't even have it the worst. Like, Renera just salty right now. Like, she'll be all right, basically. Yeah. Is what he was saying. But the other funny thing was, like, Otto was, like, um, was, like, the daddy. You know, like if a black family is like arguing in public and somebody be like, hey man, white people watching. Mm-hmm. That's what Otto was. Otto was like, hey guys, like people looking at y'all. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then they kind of like shut up. And then she stormed off. Oh, wait, and... wait. So he, he, oh, sorry. You were probably about to say it. Yeah, she stormed off, hopped on her horse. And then Sir Kristen was like. Oh, no, that's princess. not what I was going to say. I was going to say this. Sorry, wait, before you go there. So Otto, so your highness whatever and he interrupts but he's not just saying be quiet he has an um, announcement and it's that somewhere out there they seem like a white stag basically mm-hmm. and white stags are symbols of royalty and good luck so basically he's like you know master manipulator he already working strings he's like oh that's a good sign it's your son's birthday and there's a white stag for royalty so if we can kill that stag that's a sign that this he's never royalty like he's kind of le- putting that down um mm-hmm. and I love that I love where that symbol goes later. He always scheming, bro. Otto yeah. is the ultimate schemer. Yeah. Um, so like you said, she runs off, she's like, you know, pat like dramatically escaping, and Cole is who's still in the King's Guard is like, okay, and I, I see her, I'm the one who sees her fleeing. Let me go check on her. So he well, chases he, her down. But he so his job is to protect her. So right. like that's his job on the King's Guard is he's her secret service. So oh, he's supposed yeah. to go everywhere she goes. Um, and so he runs off to catch her. And then they cut back to Viserys, and this nigga is hitting it hard, bro. He's he pissed. is downing these this wine. Just I'll have another, like Thor. Give me another. <laughs> Give me another. And I'm like, yo, this is not a good look, dog. You already fucked up. Cause we see later in this episode, he missing two fingers. When he's chilling with uh, Allison, oh, you didn't see that? I watched it really quickly. It was the whole. I was distracted. Yeah. So, so he wears a he wears a glove that looks like five hands. If you notice right. in public, he always has because of that on one it. finger that was rotting. It, but in when he was in private, just talking to Allison, he didn't have his glove on, mm. and he's missing his ring finger and his. They had to finger. amputate it. They had to amputate Two both fingers spreading. Gone. This so is crazy. He only got three fingers. And so I'm like, bro, you only got two fingers. I mean, you only got three fingers. You clearly fucked up. You probably you're, you're, that wound on your back probably spreading all across the world. I mean, and that's this the part I want to talk about. When they say when she's like, "My love," and she's pregnant twice, it's like, do we not be leaving pus on the covers? Like, ooh. I mean, is dick still work? I'm gonna vomit. <laughs> okay, is dick so- still work? So they go on the ride, and Kristen is like, girl, calm, it's okay. And she's like, you don't even notice, like, I gotta get married, and I don't have any choices that, you know, age-old, like, princess complaining about the things upon them, the the duties upon them. And he's like, well, shit, I don't, you know, I was gonna have to marry a basic bitch if I get married, so that's why I came, I joined the army, so I could see the world and get a charger. Like, that's basically, they're having that conversation, and I'm thinking, like, oh, like, she's probably gonna, like, do a, you know, surprise move and marry him. Like, I'm already thinking about that, because, like, he's cute. She's a respect yeah, but she can't. So, like, in that world, right, so, like, when you are a king's guard, you have to, like, take an oath, 
And so one of the things you can't do is you can't get married and you can't sire any kids because Mm -hmm. all your, because you're, you have to be devoted to protecting the king. Yeah, I figured that's what it was. I was wondering if that was a commitment. But yeah, so he can't do it. By the way, you know what, what strikes me? This isn't technically the king's firstborn son. This is his second son. What do you mean? The first baby was born. Well, yeah, first, yes. Technically. So I just feel like if I was Renier, I'd be like, um, I have a look the master lawyer, the book of laws, like it technically like I'd be I'd be in there with technicality after technicality. I know nobody cares, but I'm just saying like that was irritating me even because they're just like, oh, they're like you said, they're just like, oh, penis. Like we're gonna flip the rules around for penis, and it's like so y'all have no respect for the actual rules. It's just the men who are making the rules happen. But anyway, so um, so they cut back to no, they cut back to Otto. This is this is and Otto's talking to him, and the king's like, I'm sick of all this fucking politicking because you know Jason Lannister rolls up on him and gives him this spear. And it's talking about how he's gonna fucking love his wife and love his daughter. Yeah, and he's and basically he's like, like Do you got he's like, Why should y'all why should this house come together? He's like, For strength. <laughs> and Viserys is like, You think I need strength? Do you got fucking dragons? Because I got yeah, dragons. Do you got dragons? <laughs> Jason's pitch is literally like, yeah, she's gonna be sad, she's gonna be, you know, loss of she's gonna be humiliated, she's not gonna be empowered no more. But this dick though. <laughs> basically, he's like but I'm, but she's gonna be, she gonna be happy. And he's like, no, nigga. And I think he's, you know, that's why Viserys has his good sides because he does, like, he's like, how can I make it work so that my my daughter is not miserable, but also, you know, following tradition. And it's kind of like what I think of cultures that still do arranged marriages. A lot of them are very successful and very happy. So parents, when they're encouraging their children to do them, they're not doing it out of like like you know patriarchy they're like this worked out great for me and i want this like thing. married so at I, first sight. i'm talking about like indian cultures you're talking about i don't marry for a second you know a lot of these a lot of them are flopping too a lot of those couples are not together anymore. really yeah the show's oh, wild Some it wild. somehow it works though some people but <sighs> you know i've actually applied for that show <laughs> no you didn't Oh my god! I didn't get it. I didn't get a second. <laughs> they were like, "I'm not sure about you." I don't know. I'm sure they get a million submissions. I definitely applied for that. So then Otto rolls up on Viserys, and he's like, "You know, you you know your grace. Like, she do got to marry someone." And I, Viserys is like, "Well, what would you suggest, Otto? Let's hear it." And he's like, "Uh, I got a proposition for you. How about?" She marries Aegon. The baby. <laughs> the fucking baby. <laughs> and I was just confused. Like, I, this has to benefit Otto somehow. What's, no, his, Otto, what's his ploy? Otto's trolling. He's like, y'all like to fuck each other? Just just marry oh, her brother. He wasn't serious? He might have been. I think he might have been serious. Um, he was basically just like doing marriage for show. But again, I believe that he would never have suggested that if he didn't have three ways that he thought that could benefit him and he had worked it all on his head. But yeah, the king is like, dog, I didn't marry a 12 year old. You think I'm going to give him, like, this is like, this is getting weird. You know, he's like, I, and that's why I'm like, Viserys, you know, this shit is weird. Like, respond accordingly. But anyway, so um, yeah, Otto is like, just, just for the rest of the season, just watch the slick shit Otto says because Otto would never come out and say what he wants, but he would like, push you he would like slightly whisper you in the right direction he wants you to go in yeah he's a master manipulator yeah that nigga's gonna go he's gonna 
he's gonna be goaded for for being a villain. He's gonna like he's like a work. He's like a Baelish. Was it Baelish? Peter Baelish, yeah. But um, he's but he's like little way more power. Yeah, Littlefinger, but he's more successful. Ultimately. He's like a mix between Littlefinger and the Queen of Thorns. Who's the Queen of Thorns? Uh, Marjorie's mom, uh, a grandmother. Oh yes, yes, yes. With the black, yeah. The um, the Star Wars hit. Yeah. Hat. Yep. She um exactly because you gotta have you still gotta keep your respect like you can't because Baelish was doing all that but he was always like one step behind everybody else mm-hmm. trying to catch up anyway so yeah Otto um Otto's well there's plotting. hold on there's one more there's one more person talking to the king that's when uh that's when Lionel Strong rolls up he, on him no. and he's on the council and he's he, like he's the guy he's the guy he's the one you need to ask for help from because he don't give a fuck he's like look I just get paid. I just show up and do my job. Yeah, just I'm just here so I don't get fined. I'm not. At this point, Varys is, I mean, Viserys is super lit, right? And he's like, oh, you want to talk to me about who my daughter should marry? <laughs> Let me guess. He should marry your son. The, the sir, what's the sir strong? The strongest person in Westeros, huh? That's who he should marry. And then Lionel's like, uh, that's flattering, but no. Uh, I think he should marry Lainor, who is Corliss's son. How did we not see the son before? Well, we didn't see the sun, but uh, we saw him to this I'm saying episode. He was, was he? Oh, but well, we had no reason was, to see him before. Because here's what I'm trying to think. Here's what I'm thinking about when they were at the, um, the the getting thing for the first baby, the um battles. Yeah, the, the daughter the, was the there. showcase, right? But no, there was somebody next to her, and I wonder because it, it was the parents and the daughter. And I told you it was two mulatto children. Yeah. I remember that. So maybe that was the brother, and I thought it was a sister because now that I think about it, when Lena, when they showed Lena, I was like, "Why is she the baby one?" So it must have been he was there, and they never really focused on him because they all had the same hair. And this is a side note. I totally agree with this. There was a lot of um, today. There was a this weekend. There was a lot of hubbub because niggas are not. When I say niggas, that's not black specific. So I should be more clear. Um, white supremacists were upset that there's like four black people in the game in the ring uh lord of the rings mm-hmm. series and they're talking about how like you know this is we have to be faithful to the text they were described as white this is our folklore why why can't we have something to ourselves and um in that conversation somebody else is like by the way why the black people in game of thrones got locks like why can't they're like why they can't have a lucius mouth for a 24 inch platinum blonde down and i'm like <laughs> You're right. Why can't we have like the one boy? No, see, that's that's (laughs) that bullshit on Twitter right there. Because if they had, because this is this is how Twitter works, right? If they if they had long flowing straight hair, it'd have been like, why they gotta be? Why they gotta have straight hair? Why they gotta be gentrified hair? Why can't they have natural hair like we have? That's exactly what the opposite. But I just want to see one. I ain't getting with. I, I guess I guess and, what, based, and also Lady Lena did have that no, long right. she had, she had hair. So I guess in hindsight, what I really mean is I just love Lucius Malfoy's wig like that. He had the best hair in fantasy. Like he he, I would wear that hair out. So anyway, I just more likely just that was a circle back to Harry Potter. Shout out to the Malfoys who were my favorite villains. Um. Okay, yeah. So anyway, that yeah. So Lionel, yeah, Lionel thinks he should marry that. Rhaenyra should marry Lainor, Corliss's son. 
Oh, look, uh, but she can't even do it because that nigga's on the battlefields. Like, he's really with the shits. He's not here hunting with these jerk-offs, you know? He's, like, actually out there getting it done. I was like, I like him without even seeing him first. For the same reason that he wanted him, wanted Viserys to marry Lady Lena to bring mm-hmm. the two tar- Valerian houses together to strengthen the realm, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. I get that. And they're actually about the same age. So that's okay, too. <laughs> It's not weird. <laughs> She's not married. I think. I think. I think Lenore is about the same age. But if not, she's not. He's not much older. It's not like he's. Mm-hmm. He's like. 30. It's very age appropriate. Yeah. It's super age appropriate. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that makes sense, right? So then, then we cut back to Renera and Kristen Cole, and they're in the woods around a house fire. I mean, around a fire, and she's basically, you know, you kind of talked about this, but she's talking about all her problems. And he, she's like, I don't have no power. And he's like, dog, I was a nobody. I was just riding around, fucking up people. I was in the Marines. You know, I was in the worst army, right? I wasn't even in the Air Force. I was in the Marines. I had no benefits. I was fucking people up, just trying to make my way. And you picked me. You got the, you got the king to confirm me. You got Congress to confirm me. You got the king to sign the bill. Now I'm in the Secret Service. Now I'm protecting the king and I'm protecting you. My house has raised its status. My people can buy. I bought my mama a house. You know, I bought my mama a house. I bought my daddy a car. You know, my sister's going to go to college because of you. So you got power. Don't be down mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. I, he's also just like, if if he didn't like her enough, he'd be like, bitch, quit complaining. Like, that's then, really what it comes down to. And then that's when this boar came charging in. And this is our throwback to this is something I did remember. I remember that Robert Baratheon, who was a king at the time, was mm. killed by a white boar, but we actually know that it was Jamie who killed him, right? But like the wild boar attack was Cersei was poisoning him. Oh, so that made him not able to fight the wild boar. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, this wild boar so first of all, shout out to Kristen because he like heard something. I was like, oh, and it was a they did a great job in this directing because it was like such a long silence that you were like oh something's coming out of this fucking darkness like let me i was like let me breathe stay focused let it scare you um and so the boar comes charging and first of all it like literally knocks Kristen to the ground and renera's already laying down so it comes on top of her and she does it she at least defends herself against it by holding it and not letting it bite her and then Kristen comes and stabs it for her um, and then it squeals again after we think he's dead, and she just lets out all the stuff she's been holding in and like slaughters that. Um, well, earlier in the, the episode, boy. earlier in the episode, Viserys was like, "Come on the hunt with us," and she's like, "I ain't really fucking with that." Plus, exactly. I don't like I don't like killing boars because they sound like kids when you stab them. They be squealing, yeah, and, and that thing was squeal. It's just like, by the way, th- that ride in the um in the coach was so. I just, I get Rhaenyra's anger and I just really want her to be, I want her to like say some slick shit every time they speak to her. Like I don't want her to let up. I just need her to, I need her to hold this grudge as long as I do. Cause I just feel like I love seeing her parents just get irritated with her. Cause she's like, fuck y'all. I'm not doing none of this. Ain't nobody, she literally said, ain't nobody checking for me. I don't have to be nowhere. No one, I'm not on anyone's like, uh, None of the flyers put my name on there <laughs> for these events. Um. So anyway, so, she does that. Oh, hold on. Earlier in the episode, we did skip one thing. Otto Hightower's older brother, who's the lord of Hightower, I mean, Old Town, uh, where they're from. Uh, so he's above Otto in that pecking order. 
basically tells him, hey, dog, you need to make Aegon, like, we need to get this uh, man up on this throne. We can't be, you know, pledging to this mm-hmm. woman no more. Mm-hmm. And so then later in the episode, Otto tells Alicent this, and we talked about it a little bit earlier, where mm-hmm. she he was just like, hey, Alicent, like, Aegon need to be king, don't you? And she's like, why? Rhaenyra be a good king? Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you talking about? And she's like, don't you? Then he tries to manipulate, like, he's so shitty. He goes, mm-hmm. Don't you want your son to be king? And she's like, yeah, I think every mom would love their son to be king, but that don't mean I'm trying to fuck over his sister. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Mm-hmm. And he's like, listen, I don't even care. I don't care. Then, then he then he switches. This is how you this this is what uh, manipulating people do, right? They say one thing, right, and you counter the argument, and then they switch the argument. And so then he switched it to, all right, then. But anyway, even so, even if Renair would be a good queen. The realm ain't gonna fuck with her. And so you don't want this shit to break out into World War Three. So, like, and he ain't gonna come to this decision anyway, because he's an idiot. So you need to guide him toward this reason, right? You need to help him understand that if you don't name Aegon heir, this whole shit's gonna go into the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh and then the realm will tear itself tear itself apart. And but it's like you know my thing about that is if that was gonna happen that was gonna happen like if they were gonna they're gonna do that either way mm-hmm. and she comes up whether there's another person or not because they don't respect it so if people are really riding with her the best thing they could do is start like i just feel like the one thing i don't like is the crown here plays a lot of defense and it's almost like nobody knows the politics better than them so why aren't you like thinking ahead play like there i just feel like there are ways to like politic to get people around her like for example she i know he's not that's why he's a fucking flop but i know he's not thinking ahead like this but she loves to ride the dragon she's gone into she's she's mediated and done diplomacy before like let her do the duty so that people can have respect for her but like hiding her and you know trying to make her like curtsy in front of people is not actually going to get them to respect her because that's the real problem is that if she plays a role of a woman which is less than in this society then they're only going to see her that way so he would have to let her step up and start doing things for her to be to ever be able to counteract the stuff they know is going to happen so don't just sit around and let people mutiny because she's a woman and just hope for the best you know um, and that's kind of his right. hope for the best strategy is like his that's how he governs. Um, so then we can yeah. tie this storyline up because it's not much left. So basically, yeah. uh, they they see the white stag, and they being um, Rhaenyra and Kristen because yeah, they've been for like days now. And what's important here is that Otto has said that was a sign of royalty. That was a sign of good things coming. She's the one who sees it. She doesn't kill it. She sacri- She lets it go. Um, and it's like she's the right. I think that's a there. mistake. Yeah. Oh, I think she should have came back with his head. If she would have killed that white stag and dragged that shit back to the camp, everybody'd have been like, "Oh, yeah, she the oh, one. Yeah, she's the one." And she let that shit go. And, yeah, and she, but she did. Dra- but here's the thing: she came back with that boar, and that one dude was like, "Oh damn, I want to <laughs> fuck her now." Like yeah, basically. <gasps> Oh shit! She had blood all over her face, and that dude was like, "Oh, she she fucked that boy up. I wonder what she'll do to this dick." And this is, and this is what she's gonna have to keep doing. She's gonna have to keep doing shit like this and being seen as like the only way she could come around. Like I think, irrespect is being Zelda warrior princess. Basically, like if they start being like, "Oh, the princess be down with us in the trenches," like she's really down to fight for her. 
maybe there's a different precedent than you know. Anyway, so yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I just well, you know, no, the last thing know. was Viserys mm-hmm. and her talked, and he was like, yes. "Listen, uh, listen, I listen. All right, I get it. You don't want to marry the Lannister. I get it. He's an asshole, but you got to marry someone. Like you have to. Like those. These are the rules, Renera. We don't, we don't, I don't like all the rules either, but these is the rules, mm-hmm. and no one's exempt from the rules, even the king." And mm-hmm. the king's daughter. So you got to marry someone, but I'll let you choose who you want to marry. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna shop you off no more. You can marry yeah. who you want, but you got to get married. But you can marry who you want. And he said, "I did have some second thoughts on because he was talking to Allison earlier, and he was telling mm-hmm. him like, I don't ride dragons no more. But there's basically two types of Targaryens: there's dragon riders and there's dreamers. And he's like, I thought I was a dreamer because dreaming is like really powerful, like prophesying." Yeah, they pro like they have prophecies, and he's like, "I'm a dreamer, and that's actually bigger than a dragon rider." And I dreamt that like I had a boy that had a crown on, like that's the dream I had. And he's like, "I don't know if I'm starting to not believe anymore." So the fast forward to this, he's telling Renera, like, "Hey man, there was a time where I was wavering, and I thought about naming him, but I'm good now. And you have my word. I swear on your mother's love, I will never name Aegon heir." Like that's gonna be you, and I believe him. I do. At this point, I believe him. At least I believe that he believes that. Yeah, it can change, but yeah. at this point, when he said that, I believe that he meant it. Um, By the way, how does baby come out with hair so white and his mama red? Because his hair is white. That Targaryen blood strong. I don't believe it's that strong. Because she don't have no Targaryen in her. That's the real. Like anyway, I no. I'm he has it. Targaryen in her. No, I'm saying she is not. So in the past, when there's a little bit of Targaryen mixed in, you have more than 50%. It makes sense that these things are dominant. What I'm saying is that it's 50% not muggle blood, 50% Targaryen. Yeah, but you don't get a mixed hair. It's going to be one or the other. No, I know. But I'm saying, like, I'm calling bullshit. That's all. It's, this baby is not a real Targaryen. Targaryens need to be inbred. <laughs> <laughs> they need to come from like a, a cousin. No, but we um, know that's not true because uh, we wrong. later see when we're about to go to the step zones, we see Corliss's son flying on that dragon because he got that Targaryen blood in. Yeah, him no, you're right. About oh, by the way, by the way, Otto is a second son. Yes, Otto is a so, second so, son. So the fact, so Otto is doing what Damon. That's probably why he's fucking mad at Damon, but he's doing what Damon and Corliss are doing, but in the sneakiest way. So. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we wrap that up. We're going to the step zone. So if y'all remember um, from episode one, Corliss was like, hey, y'all, there's like some anti-pirates, but they're the worst pirates and they're killing people and they're letting crabs feel in their flesh. And if they do enough to the shipping ports, we're all fucked. We are all fucked. I can't stress this enough. Um, he he was upset when the king didn't choose his daughter and he was like... Um, one of the aides was like, well, be careful because he might withdraw his ships. He might not help you if you have to go to war. Um, but instead of even that being the case, Corliss and Damon decided to wage the war themselves. So apparently, from the time jump, we see that it's been three years and they've been fighting this nigga. Well, before that, when the episode yeah. started, we got that was before the three year time jump. So that first scene when the, when he was uh, when the crab feeder was um, crucifying that one dude. And uh, he was talking shit, and then the, then Damon came flying on the dragon, and he's like, "That's my nigga." 
That's my nigga Damon. He about yeah. to fuck you up. And He's then the like, fucking oh, dragon. Literally all hell Prince Damon. And then the dragon fucking landed on him and killed him. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> and that, that was, was hilarious. And um, Damon was fucking them up, and then they all started shooting at the fucking dragon, and Damon got shot uh, with a couple arrows. Wiped that off, brushed his off, shoulders off. And he flew off, and that was that was before the three-year time jump. So then we fast forward three years, and they still fighting this damn war. No, I don't think that was that far ahead. No, that was. in the same location. Yeah, they've been fighting the same war for three years. No, I'm saying like, I okay, well, maybe you're right, but I, I thought that what happened was they were on the same battleground. So this is like maybe not back to back, but it was like within the same time period. Because basically the um what, what they said was that the dragon would come out, but they would hide in caves and the dragon couldn't get them. And I don't understand why that dragon couldn't take that, that yeah, long. That's what that scene was about. So that was the first time the dragon f- showed up. And that's why he was fucking everybody up because they weren't hiding in caves then. Because they even showed the scene where Damon's on top of the dragon. He's like, "Crab feeder, come out! I'll fuck you up. Come fight me!" And then he runs that's into the, the cave. That was the no. That was the opening scene of the show. That was that picked up after the conversation at the end of the last episode. Oh, okay. So basically, okay, I guess Corliss, I Corliss goes and talks to Damon. Damon's like, "All right, I'm in. Let's ride out." And he gets on mm-hmm. his dragon and he rides out. And then that's the scene we pick up this episode with. So this was three years ago. And he fucked him up and then he flew off. And then you fast forward three years and you find out they still fighting this war because the dragon's not enough. Because the dragons can't really do shit when they're hiding in the caves. Well, my thing is, that dragon had a long neck. Why did dragon can't put his head to the mouth of the cave and just blow out? Because they can kill a dragon that way. Remember, we saw in Game of Thrones, you can impale a dragon. Okay, close the, the dragon yeah. stick his head in there. They got like some type of big ass arrow to fuck that dragon up. Yeah, it's over. Okay. Well, so, anyway, so it, it seems kind of like a, um they losing stuck. Yeah, they, um, they losing because the crab feeder got way more people than them, and they hiding in these caves and they can't get in there. And Corliss's mm-hmm. brother sends a letter to King Viserys without. Corliss, I don't know if Corliss knows. I think Corliss knows, but Damon definitely didn't know. Yeah, uh, what's nice is that the brother, even though they had their their kind of like first, second son energy, the king, whatever he's king of, he um, what is he king of Valeria or king? Valeria no, but he's Corliss's younger brother. Oh, that's not the king. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, they're they're in unity. His son is out there fighting with them. So all of the Valerians are like, fuck it. Like this is our. Like this is all of our legacies, this shipping thing. So if this falls, then oh well. And then Damon, as we know, is like he he brought the dragon to the game. He brought some of the um gold. What do they call it? the gold guard? The gold cloaks. Gold cloaks. Yep. So um yeah. And so they they are but they getting fucked up. And Corlys's little brother sends a letter to Viserys like, "Hey man, we need to help. Like you, the king." You're supposed to be helping us with this shit. This and is Allison's one redeeming thing because she basically tell, advises the king, like, because he's like, I don't want to get involved. If I get involved now, I'm gonna look like I changed my mind. And I don't want to look weak. And she's like, nigga, is it good? Is it good for the realm if you let them lose? Like, <laughs> you gotta think about the bigger, the bigger thing here than just the pride of it. Um, so he tells Damon, he sends Damon a letter. They arrive just to set the scene. They because you can tell him what's in the letter or what he does after, but. They arrive and like they're like all game planning and they're just like, dog, what the fuck are we gonna do? Like the only thing I can think of is to lure um him out, lure out the crab feeder with a like bait, and maybe it could be Damon. And we and they're like, damn, but who, well, they didn't say Damon yet, but they're like, who would volunteer to be killed? And oh no, they did up. say Damon. And uh Corliss's brother says Damon will do it. 
Uh, and yeah. they were like, no, nah, we can't do that. And so Viserys ends up sending, sending people. And so he sends the letter first. And the, the letter person comes up and uh, the messenger shows up and Damon reads the letter. And the letter basically says, like, as you receive this letter, you know, we're sailing out to the step zones now to help you. I sent like 10 ships or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. We're coming to help you out. We're going to help you end this war, brother, because I want to see you happy and I don't want you dead, yeah, want you basically. And then Damon <laughs> was pissed and beat the shit out of the messenger because he, he literally killed the messenger. Because the thing with Damon is he's trying to show the realm like I can be king. I can I can do this shit, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's when he basically we it, this happens off screen, but basically he agrees to that plan. And he's like, I'm gonna lure them out and I'm gonna mm-hmm. do this plan before my my brother ships get here because we got to end this shit myself. Because his ships yeah, he's show like, up, I'd rather die than he's literally like, I'd rather die yeah. than let this thing save me again. Yeah, his ships show up and they save us. I'm I got no chance of being king basically or even just of having a life where i'm not in his shadow like i think he they were also doing this just to be like man i want him to know he's not as powerful as he thinks he is like that was i thought like that's as i don't think that damon still thinks there's going to be like a he knows that in order to be king his niece that he loves has to die so i don't think he's as set on that as he is like just showing people that he's that they're wrong about him but yeah so he rolls over and we're like and i just i didn't even care about the plan i was just don't you understand that energy and be like man fuck these niggas and just going like just driving going somewhere and just being like i'm just about to do this like i'm about to get it over with i don't have time no more to go back and forth with people like that was his energy he rode his boat over to the to the place where they were and he he waved the white flag and surrendered and he even held his sword out and the king by the way does the craft feeder have the the gray route or whatever yeah he got the gray scale he got that gray scale so here's my thing is damon gonna be in danger you think no, from killing because okay. if, they, if he would have they would have made a scene of it like uh, they did they with Jorah. It. Yeah. yeah okay so he um so he waves a white flag he pulls a sword out and then basically and then the craft feeder is a pussy because he's like he's like y'all go 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 sniff him out like he's in the back the whole time um and yeah as we this is a battle scene so they come up and he's he waits he's waiting wait wait till we see the whites of their eyes and he click clack you know pow pow he pulls out a sword he he's taking down a that thing yes and then he gets his sword back yep he's taking people down one by one um he's taking you know and i'm i'm just like dang y'all gotta do the two at a time but all right whatever y'all want to do did you like this scene I loved it. Um, I I, I just um, I because we finally had some action. By the way, because um, by the way, there was a scene where Viserys they caught a stag. It wasn't the white stag, and they were like, "Oh, come uh, on, can you kill it?" And Viserys was like, Ugh. "And this <laughs> and was so pathetic. Wound, I forgot about that. It. He wounded it, and they were like, uh, um." Literally, this has never happened before. King try again, and he has to like stab the thing three or four times, and it's because he's a flop. That that's the best that's the best example of what a flop is that I could give you. Um, so yeah, so they're battling, and we literally see the crab here just being like, "Get him, get him, get him." So it so Viserys, I don't know why he didn't use this man as a human shield, but he kills somebody, and then when he lifts up, they get him twice. They get him in the right chest, so not the heart. They get him in the leg, and he like hides under um like this this structure made of bones or rock or whatever wood, and um he's surrounded on all sides, and that's when we find out the cavalry is coming. It, there was a plan, um, because the all the soldiers from the Valerian army are there. They 
they start fighting. And then, like you said, we see the dragon. I thought the dragon just, like, sensed that his, you know, Damon was in trouble. But we said that, what's his name, Lanus? Yeah, but that wasn't his dragon. That was a different dragon. Oh, it was. But what's but his that name was, of the boy? Uh, Lena. Lanor. Lanor. Lanor come out with the heat. So they're like, dragon! So he has to take out the snipers because that's because them arrows are causing damage. Yeah, so yeah, so uh Lenor's dragon's name is um Sea Smoke. That's who he was fly- Oh flying. yeah, they kept talking about that. Okay. Sea Smoke. That's a good name. Sea Smoke. Wow. First of all, and the fact that niggas really seriously call Corliss a sea snake is kind of dope too. Like that's literally what he's known as. Like they showed him on the council, but and they showed him tell his story, but we don't realize like Corliss is really that nigga. I mean, they just call you the sea snake. He pulled himself up by the bootstraps. Oh, Ronald Reagan would have loved him. I'm with. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, he definitely was a black Republican. Um, so anyway, um, we go into yeah. So basically, they're battling, and when they're battling, we see the crab eater who's only who only does his thing when he has you tied up. You know, he's really a coward. Um, he chases them into the cave. He goes after him in the cave, and then as they're fighting. We see somebody come out, and I'm like, it ain't no way to crack. Like, it ain't no way Damon's. I thought Damon could have died, but once the cavalry came, I was like, oh, Damon's going the whole season. So he, he drags out the top half of the crab feeder's body, covered yeah. in blood, and he walks out. And basically, like, I think the, the thing we can assume is that when niggas see that, <laughs> that their leader is cut in half, they might be like, all right, this, I don't really have nothing to fight for. It's a wrap. So hopefully- well, there was some good symbolism in this because we had three big kills, right? So we had Viserys' weak-ass stabbing mm-hmm. of the fucking boar, of the stag. And then we had, uh, so basically he was killing for sport and he wasn't good at it. Uh, Rhaenyra was mm-hmm. killing because she had to and she don't really want to kill, but when she had to, she went the fuck off with anger and she made sure the job was done. And uh, Damon went in there and killed for power. And he did had this whole mm-hmm. war because he wants to gain power. And he brought out this half of a body to say, hey, dog, I stopped this shit. Mm-hmm. Cheer for me. And he mm-hmm. and he basically single handedly like uh fucking John McClane and Die Hard ran through their whole army and so mm-hmm. now everybody's gonna tell the stories y'all mm-hmm. should have been there today when Damon slayed the whole fucking crab feeders army by himself mm-hmm. type of a thing and so those stories are gonna go and be mm-hmm. big and it's gonna raise his profile. Yeah, I mean, like we said, the dude was already like all hell King Damon so or whatever they Prince Damon, so he's good in the street. Like the thing is that the people see him as um the people don't know about him in the brothels. The people don't know about his issues with his brother. So as far as they know, like he's cool people. It's Otto who is stopping um the king from having a good view of him. And by the way, I still think that he had a good I'm not saying he wouldn't have been just as so Damon would have been as intentional with advising the king as Otto is, but I think he would have been more honest. And so when he said, bro, you should have made me your hand the king, I think he, like, I still think that that actually would have been, like, I don't think Damon would have ever actually killed him to get that spot. I think he would have been, like, look, bro, this is the best way to show people that you get, that you really respect me and that we're a unified army. Anyway, so I just, um, so basically, Dam- we've spoken on the Damon pack, Damon Hive, turn up, like, somebody put a, uh, 
Somebody did a meme that was like my to do list doing the fucking most, and they were like, "This is this is Damon Targaryen how he wakes up in the morning because he definitely did the most." But I kind of love it, and I think that he is not necessarily my king, but he's definitely a redeeming character. But let's look at um, we didn't do this before, but I definitely before we do our our list, I wanted to look at um. The preview for next week. Yeah, I already have it pulled up. I, okay, I didn't know you yeah. wanted to do it before or after the list. Do we, what did we do before? We, uh, did it last? we did it last. So yeah, let's okay, do our cool. superlatives. So, so what was your world star moment? Um oh, it's definitely Renera and the king arguing in public. <laughs> Can you imagine and, if Barack Obama was yelling at Sasha in public? Oh my god. That would be all over World Star. No, that would I mean, I don't even they'd be like it's a deep fake. Um my moment I think was uh I don't know, I think I was excited less World Star and more like maybe like the feeling you get when the Marvel and the Marvel song is like crescendoing. Um, when was when Laner came out with that dragon because I was like we just like a dragon needs to come. like we kept looking to the sky so I'm like let's wrap this up with the dragon jaw and so seeing that he is a real Targaryen because he like literally can ride like that that mm-hmm. and you like I, I, again I told you I want this I want the um living with the Valerian I want the I want the Valerians well, a Viva Valerian reality show that's what I want I want to see their family I want to see their dynamic. So um, that was a world star moment. Who was the messiest bitch this episode? It's the same person every week. Out of high every time. week, so. I think. Let me let me give it a second. I think that um, well, set, close second is Jason Lannister. Oh yeah, Jason was like, was walking around like he already knew that that girl was gonna be his wife. Um, and then the was there any? It, Let's just see. Was there any pimping and hoeing going on? Who would you give that to? I mean, yeah, they were they were all trying to pimp uh, Rhaenyra out. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say that the hoe this week was Viserys <laughs> because that nigga just gets used and abused like he never recognizes when people are working him, bro. Like it is literally like he keeps going to Otto and is not like hmm. All of a sudden, Otto is like has an heir to, like is like involved in the throne. Out, he he just doesn't want to see it. Um, yeah, I think that was it. I'm trying to think about any other superlatives I want to add on for this week. I feel like um, the yeah, I just want to know if you have any predictions, like from something small or even big that you saw where you're like, oh, this is gonna happen. Like for example, I thought that without verifying that the knights can marry i thought that maybe she was going to want to marry um kristen did you have any moments like that where you're like oh i see this coming i think they might fuck but i know they're not going to get married yeah do you think she's going to do it later i do that would be the like that would truly be the smartest thing she could do besides the fact that's her cousin but that would actually be the smartest thing other than um yeah there's nobody else they've shown that would actually like make sense for her so yeah I think so alright let's watch the preview let's do it from my blood come the prince that was promised and his will be the song 
to ice and fire. The house of the dragon will stand as one for a further generation. Okay, hold on, pause. So, what do you think that meant? The house of the dragon will stand as one for another generation. That part, that that's the part that that's the part that intrigued you. I was. Do you think that he played her? Oh, I wouldn't pay attention to that. I'm paying attention to her reading the Jon Snow prophecy. From oh, my blood yeah, comes the prince that, that promises, the song of ice and fire. <laughs> You're like, how did you skip over that to one the most random line? <laughs> yeah, so that so she's that's the that is the prophecy, huh? Do you who do you think who wrote it? Do you remember? Aegon wrote that, the Conqueror. And she finds it. Okay. But oh, I don't so know, he was the main dreamer. But I don't know the context that she's reading it. Is it coming yeah. from her blood? All right, let's finish. The brother. They name me King of the Narrow Sea. The daughter. Your courtship is at an end. So I can be a remedy for your political headache. You are my political headache. Or the little princeling of three. I have discomforting news. This is a vile accusation. Who is responsible for this gossip? I will take their eyes. It is not in Rhaenyra's nature to be deceitful. I cannot say the same for your brother. So, if that last shot was accurate, they show Kristen and I thought Viserra, uh, Rhaenyra on a boat and a dragon. Are they taking cover from a dragon? You think they're battling someone who has a Targaryen with the dragon? Or do you think the dragon was helping them in that? Well, that looked like a red dragon, so it looked like it was this. It looked like it was Damon's dragon. Yeah, so maybe they bat, like because there's a point where we see Damon walk up on a on a on a sword. So oh, and Damon cuts his hair next episode, y'all. So he's no longer evil like Gorys. He looks good. Um, but yeah, so there's gonna so he's gonna return. I'm excited to see him take on a more mature. Like I just want Damon to stop playing in the people's perception of him. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'm also thinking that the scandal is either that Renera before being married was caught messing with somebody. So maybe it's Kristen or maybe it's Uncle Damon. That's I'm what they kind of suggest. To know if there's gonna be another time jump. Well, there it clearly is because mm-hmm. like a year. Damon has said he's been named King of the Narrow Sea. That ain't just gonna happen the next day. So we're gonna get at least another time jump of some also, sort. Also, they say the baby of three, so we know his his birthday's coming up again. Oh yeah, so it looks like another another year. So yeah, I want to know what the hell. I know want to know what's going on this year. Uh, I'm interested to see if we meet anybody new. Mm-hmm. I know this story is going to be mostly focused on the Targaryens, but there's going to be other people that's going to have to be involved with this. And so mm-hmm. I want to know who's going to get involved with this shit and when that's going to come. Um, and I'm kind of sad that we don't have that many episodes left with young Allison. And these young actors, because they got older actors when they make the real big time jump. Yeah, that's happening in two weeks. You know? I, don't, I don't know when it's happening. You just know what's but happening. Yeah, I just I mean, don't know how many episodes we got left. I predict that old Allison is a bitch, and that's just what I'm. <laughs> that's just what I'm. Go- we're gonna see, but I think she drops the act eventually, and it's just like she drops the effort to try to like be cool with Rhaenyra, and it's just gonna be queen. Um, and so I'm interested in seeing what at I some am point if Rhaenyra is still gonna be bitchy to you, you're just gonna be like, "Fuck it, what you want me to do? Fuck it, I- I'm not divorcing him. 
like I've tried, I advocated for you to stay on the throne. Mm-hmm. I've tried to reach out to you. I get you're mad at me, but like, are you gonna stay mad at me for the rest of your life? If so, mm-hmm. fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Um, I'm just saying I'm already anti Allison. So this week, guys, please send us more emails. We're at we was dragonspod at gmail.com. You can always tweet either one of us. We'll give our handles in a second, but I just want to say remind you, please. Let us know what you think about Allison. I really want to know if anyone else is um, as upset about her as I am. And then also, I think we we made a prediction in episode one um, around. There's, I was thinking of it earlier and I forgot to say it, but I think that some like I think things we oh around I think we're gonna figure out if our vibe between Damon and Rhaenyra was like incesty or not. I think that's answer is gonna come next week. So I want to know if other people picked up on that. And think that's what they're referring to with the vile accusations and gossip. Okay, sorry. Give me your socials. That's a good point. And where they can find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Be okay. You can find me on Twitter at, at Chanel Creating. Um, and you can check out Brandon's other shows. What shows have you done recently? Uh, they'll be in the show notes. Okay, I don't feel back. like listening. There's too many. Well, listen to you. Well, I recently did an episode with one of your co-hosts, Rashani, um, on your Hindsight Movie Reviews podcast. And Or is that his show? Is it your, both of yours? Which show? Hindsight Movie. Which what show do you do with Rashani? Hindsight. That's what I thought, yeah. So he, um, we did a recap of the movie Cheaters for Bad Mean Bad or Bad Mean Good on the Jeff versus the World podcast feed. So please go listen to that if you want to hear me do another recent podcast. We had a very interesting debate about this movie that um, made the villains white so that you would like hate them. But in real life, they were like a bunch of black kids that were just trying to make it in the world, but because they made them like rich white villains in the movie, it was really manipulative. So yeah, check that out. And sorry for last week being late. We will keep trying to put these out on Tuesdays. No worries. So thank you all for listening. Uh, Leave us a review if you like the show. If it's five stars, we'll read it on the air. And uh, Less than five stars, we'll fuck off. (laughs) I'm not going to say you're wrong. And (laughs) I'll talk to y'all. We'll talk to y'all later. Peace. Bye.